And I'm Kaylin. And this is the Geekery Radio Hour episode 48? 48, I think. Really close to 50. (laughs) Yes. Yes, 50. We're getting very close. I'm sorry. I'm trying to pay attention, but I got a new microphone and my levels are just insane. So I don't think I like have to scream like I, I used to, you know? You never once ever screamed? <laughs> if I can just say that. Um, so I'm sure you're doing great. And I hope so. Hopefully this will be a good one. We're, of course, doing, of course, but we're doing a remote episode today. Big bummer. But we had a lot on the agenda, or Doug rather had a lot on the agenda this past weekend, so... It's been an absolutely crazy couple of days. Yeah. (sighs) And I'm talking about the thing that I said we weren't going to talk about, but we're not going to talk about it. You love to do that. I know, I do. Lead a Um, a mule to water, lead a horse to water. What's the expression? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, lead a horse to water. Don't lead the horse to the water and then see if the horse can find the water in the third segment. Sure. Uh, I am doing well. <laughs> I just had an actual spit take. And you say sure and spit water all over my laptop. I heard you do it. I am that tired. I'm so sorry. Guys, we're fine. Everything is fine. Anyway, I'm doing really well. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you doing, Doug? Well, I just spit all over my laptop. <laughs> um, I'm doing good, all things aside. Uh, yeah. It was a busy week, but it was a good week. That's I also good. had some time to um, watch television to decompress. And okay. I know that you were with me when we watched WandaVision, episode yes. eight, which was so intense and beautiful and great Breathe. and surprising. And like, it was just, I don't know, everything. Wait, was it episode eight or? Yeah. Are they only doing nine episodes this season? Correct. Which is a very okay. odd number, but. That's why I kind of piqued my interest because I was like, I figured it would be ten. But yeah. anyway, yes, the eighth episode. Oh my god! So, for anyone who hasn't watched it yet, I don't know why you haven't because it's been almost a full week. But we got kind of like. What did Suze call it? She called it something. A something episode. An elevator episode? I believe that's what she said, yes. Because you go up and down, but like not a lot of new informations really divulged. Yeah, it was not an elevator episode. Something like that. It was an elevator episode. Yeah, because it went up and down instead of forward and back. Exactly. Yes. Suze, we remember what you say. Instead of this episode you know, furthering the plot, it kind of explained parts of the plot that maybe we didn't see, we haven't been privy to, or we, you know, did not know were happening. Yes. Kind of like a whole background as to why everything came together. Some huge things were revealed, like Wanda didn't actually steal Vision's body. Yeah, the Vision in WandaVision right now is fake. She's made him. That's why he can't leave because he doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the thing that's interesting about that also is like, can the kids leave Westview? Because oh, I don't know. She totally made them up. Also, yeah, she made them up in a more real way. 
I almost oh, want I to say. Know. You know, like... I really hope the kids, like, get to still be alive, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I I really like them. And I'm yeah. really... Like, they, you know, uh, Agatha took them, and mm-hmm. we didn't see them. They were kind of used as a pawn at some points to kind of nudge Wanda to do what Agatha wanted her to do to figure out her oh, power. I still think that reveal was kind of lackluster. I really thought there was going to be like one huge thing that happened mm-hmm. to like explain exactly how she got her powers, but it was like kind of a few different elements. You know what yeah, I mean? They kind of suggested that she already had magical tendencies mm-hmm. before her um I run in with say, the mind yeah, stone. Yeah. So it's yeah. like she it just amplified her abilities to kind of making her the Scarlet Witch. And which is like funny because you explained it perfectly. As soon as like she came in almost contact, not really sure if she really did touch the stone, but when she mm-hmm. came close to it, that silhouette of the Scarlet Witch like showed up and you had that theory I believe it was you that said that um it's very <clears throat> yeah it's reminiscent of it the kind Phoenix of like Force. it kind of like attached itself to mm-hmm. Wanda. Yeah. That's like just a theory that Doug and I support we're just throwing around. I think that's a really good call. Thank you so much for your support in this time, Kaylin. You know what? I try. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, episode was great. I can't wait for the finale tomorrow. It's going to be it sh- I hope it's fucking great. You always yeah. do. The whole show has been great so far, so I don't see the finale being kind of boring or lackluster. I'm excited um, to watch it with book club also because like we've tried twice now to watch WandaVision at the end of our book club <laughs> and we failed horrifically. And now this third time, I will tell you earlier today, there was equipment testing. There was Wi-Fi signal strength testing. There was excellent all sorts of pre pre production, pre whatever you want to call sure. it. Sure. Preparedness. Were, yes. That we're exhausted to try to make sure that we will be able to watch this show together as a group in the back of the shop in our masks. I can't wait, but kind of now it's like a tradition for like it to just mess up and all of us to just kind of make fun of each other. Like we're all trying different things. Now it's just like a fun. um, (laughs) (laughs) It's It's definitely part of it end of hanging out we're just like yeah we're gonna do it this time like the first time i you know understandable you know Mm -hmm. we didn't really prepare that well second time a little bit more prepared still an absolute failure Mm -hmm. and now this third time if we're saying that there's checks and it just doesn't happen i'll lose it i'll just straight up lose it and i'll leave immediately (laughs) yeah like within five minutes i'm like nope we're not trying it the thing that sucks honestly about like waiting to watch it in the group is the waiting part is like yeah i have to sit here all day and go like it (laughs) what are wanda and vision up to what did they do are they okay how did it turn out Last Friday, I, like, caught myself opening Twitter, like, a couple times and immediately uh-huh. had to close it out because I'm like, nope, 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 can't see it, Yeah, can't, can't look at it. I saw at one point, um, we've already talked about this, it's spoilers, right? The post credit scene, 
I just saw the uh, white vision was trending at like eight o'clock last Friday. And I'm like, why Uh are we spoiling things for people this early in the morning? I don't know. I think it's like, it's gotta be um, sociopaths. No, absolutely. Yeah. They need you to know that they saw this episode, and these are these are their thoughts about that episode. Yeah, you know who's out there really... spoiling WandaVision early in the morning? The Unabomber. <laughs> uh-huh. I thought you were going to say me. No. No, villains. Actual villains uh... are out there. <laughs> Real world villains. Yeah. Uh, guys, come on. Be cool. Don't be a villain. Anyway, um, beyond WandaVision, beyond this whole entire week, we, you and I, kind of had a similar, um, Mm -hmm. our first shots of the vaccine. So I kind of wanted to talk about that, because I don't know if anyone has gotten it, or is trying to get it, or is maybe just staunchly not getting it because they're dumb oh i'm sorry i shouldn't have said that um uh but how was your experience um it was good it was very um it was like beautifully overwhelming okay Uh, i got my first shot um on thursday of last week it was the day after my birthday and it was you know early in the morning I went to the site at the Bellworks here in Homedale, somewhere that I was supposed to be about a year ago today, like this time one year ago. We were supposed to do a convention there. It was going to be our first yes. convention at this hall that's beautiful. It's like this phenomenal structure. I don't know how to describe it. It's part offices, part uh, there's a community garden, there's a, a indoor basketball court, there's all these theaters. It's like a... It's a weird, like, mall almost, you want to call it? But it's, like, okay, down, like a downtown. It's weird. It, 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 I've never seen anything like it. It's, like, a, I don't know. It's a structure for, like, all aspects of living. You know, like, I honestly don't think, by your description, that I've ever been to this building. So, it's this huge building. It's called the Bellworks. And it, like, they, honestly, they have a farmer's market there every Wednesday, they have a concert hall. There's a movie theater. There's there's all these like crazy things in this thing. And we were supposed to have a comic book convention last March. And okay. it was going to be our first big one. And we had a good plot and everything. And I was really stoked on it. And a little nervous, you know. And now sure, why not? Full, a full year later to be standing in this place that I haven't been in yet. And to just be waiting in line for a vaccination is like very crazy feeling you know that's so it's so like i understand that feeling wholeheartedly yeah because um there was this so stupid there was this bar in lacy <laughs> and you know it sounds so stupid um but like i there's only a few places to go in lacy and this one happened to be owned of like by like a friend uh, a couple, two friends of ours, parents owned it. So like a lot of people and a lot of my friends used to go there and we used to do 
bingo Wednesdays or whatever they had it. I don't know. It was just like a spot. I remember having a lot of good memories there. Mm -hmm. And uh, it had closed, unfortunately, a few years back. And it was turned into a, um, er like, a, uh, emergency care place. Oh, okay. And that's where I got tested for COVID oh, when I had yeah. it. So, like, I understand that feeling because I was like, I remember, like, being in this parking lot and, like, being like, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with my friends and have a few drinks. And, and then I was, like, there to fucking have a cotton swab jammed up my yeah. nose like I'm, it was I'm, just like so surreal their medical section their medical stations were built on this incredible indoor basketball court that's in the middle of the bell works and i'm you know standing around it and it, it it's such a weird feeling to be like wow what is this world <laughs> like yeah i don't know you know like i should not be here for this i should it, be it's... here selling silly comic books it's <laughs> honestly know? moments like that. Yeah, it's honestly moments like that that kind of like take you out of what we've been accustomed to for almost a year now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we've just become so accustomed to wearing the mask. We've become so accustomed to social distance and wash your hands and, you know, and then like to see something like that, you know, like it really like brings reality back kind of. You're like, oh mm -hmm. shit. Life used to be so different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now here we are going. You went to the beautiful Bell Works, which if they do open up anything at any point, it sounds lovely. And I would like to go there. We should go there for something. Yeah. Um, and I went to Sewell to Rowan College. Okay. And got my shot there. Which was, like, I explained to everyone was, like, this crazy fucked up game of, like, shoots and ladders. Mm -hmm. Like, you pull up to the site, you get out, you walk. There was, like, Coast Guard people everywhere being oh, like, wow. walk this way, walk this way, do this, do that. And you're like, okay. And then you, like, go through these hills, through the campus, and you go through one building, and they're like, let me see your ID. And you're like, okay. And then they're like, all right, go this way. So you go around the building and then go into another building and they're like all right let's check your id again i'm like hmm, okay and then they're like all right now go over here and go see this guy and he's like go see your id i knew you're gonna fucking ask that guy i knew it show him my idea uh idea <laughs> id and what's the big idea then go like crazy into like another building and then they send you to like a station to get a shot and it's, like, we, honestly, almost, like, herded cattle. Like, we just kept moving in lines, and they had, like, uh, you know, stuff blocking you from going certain directions, so you kind of just had to, like, stay within these, like, parameters to, like, yeah. get to the next station. And then you got your shot, and which is two seconds, and then you had to wait. Then that's honestly the longest part of it was just waiting afterward for Definitely our the location. Definitely fifteen minutes of my life. Uh, you know <laughs> like, what? The guys there, were like, like the guys were so lax by mm -hmm. me that they were like, I think like ten minutes had gone by, and they're like, uh, you know, people for nine ten, and oh, I guess nine fifteen if you feel all right, just go. And I'm like, all right, dope, because I don't want to sit here anymore. <laughs> Literally, it's so sad. It was like I get it. Everyone has a telephone. And, of course, I was on mine for a second to check, like, my text messages. Mm -hmm. 
But then, like, I put it down. I'm just looking around this room where we're sitting in these random chairs six feet apart. Every single person has their head down staring at their phone. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. I mean, you you see that everywhere, but it's like... I I saw a really good meme about this not too long ago, and it was, like, someone bitching about people all being on their phone and, like, looking down at the phone and blah, blah, blah. And it's, like, it's no different seeing people on the phone than it would be a hundred years ago seeing everyone sitting reading the newspaper by themselves. It's just... I definitely saw that. That That one had, like... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was going to say, I saw that meme. It was, like, people waiting for, like, a train or something, and everyone yeah. had their their papers open. It's no different. And I don't know, sure. like... I just, I hate that complaint of, like, oh, they're not being present. And it's like, what is there to be present for? True. <laughs> like, I mean, in that situation, waiting. you are completely right. I guess yeah. the best option is to just be on your phone. But it is crazy to just look around a room of, yeah. like you know, 20, 30 strangers and every single person's heads down. And you're like, okay, this is, this is it. This is where, this is where we live. I don't I like when people every are on their phone. Of bringing, I had every intention of bringing my book club book to read while I was waiting, but I totally forgot it. <laughs> oh, shame on you, Doug. Yeah. So I looked at my phone like a, like a damn heathen and listened to podcasts. That's fair. I answered some texts. You know what? I felt really bad. A coworker of mine called me as I was being like cattled and herded through these fucking buildings. Mm-hmm. And I answered the phone and I realized that like I didn't tell many people that I work with. I just told like my supervisor like, hey, I won't be in until this time. You know, I'm just getting my vaccine. And yeah. my coworker called me and I answered the phone. And the first thing I said was, oh, I don't know if I could be on the phone here. And she was, like, fully under the impression that I was at work. And she was like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> you can't answer the phone? I'm like, oh, no. Like, I'm I'm fucking online for this vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, I mean, the lines were crazy. It was kind of a fucked up, like, either shoots or ladders or, like, kind of a fucked up uh, Willy Wonka's factory thing going on. You fell into chocolate. Yeah, like every stop had like, every stop had like a different situation and I was just like deemed, you know, good enough to win the factory. And by factory, (laughs) I mean the Pfizer vaccine. So Kaylin's reporting live from the Great Glass Elevator. Oh, you got Pfizer. Mm. I did. What did you get? The Dolly Parton vaccination. Oh, okay. (laughs) Moderna. I got Dolly's vaccine. Let's go to our first song, Kaylin. Sure. Our first song is I Ran Away by Dinosaur Jr.
So we had book club. We had book club. (laughs) Yes, we both had our vaccine. And we also went to book club on Friday. Um, Do you want to talk about it? No. No? First rule of book club. Don't talk about book club. Oh, wait, no. It's don't talk about fight club at book club. Yes. Second rule of book club is you have to absolutely complain. Not complain. Talk about book club. Add numbers (laughs) on the podcast. Very you read true. Battling Boy by Paul Pope. Yeah. You did. Oh my god, I forgot that you didn't read it. <laughs> so like we had a pretty good turnout for book club. Couple different faces, we couple did. You know. I love and, new faces. Um, we all had read uh, you know, with the exception of one of us. Um mm-hmm. Battling Boy by Paul Pope. And so what did you think of what you did read of Battling Boy? Um, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I got to a good portion where they talked about the, um, guy that passed away and I got through where he follows them to the warehouse and fights that guy. I did like that, like his daughter was there and I kind of felt really horrible for her. Like, cause she was like, be safe dad. And then spoiler alert, he was dies. Not. Yeah. This book was weird because it was it was a great start to what seems like it could be a really really fun series. Mm-hmm. Um they introduced Battling Boy who is basically maybe a god, a child of a god or a demigod and his power yes. derives from these t-shirts he wears and he arrives on presumably Earth and he's going to wear these t-shirts that each of them is adorned with an animal or a beast. And when he wears that shirt, he has the power or skills of that animal or beast. That's very and cool. It, it it was cool. And the art, I love the art so much in it. And do you know, I just got in today the mm-hmm. other two books in the series. And they are significantly thinner books. Okay. And black and white. That was another like thing about this style. book. 
that I think, you know, you should preface with, like, it is not a short read. No, no. For, for like, a first volume, it's not short. But I was so underwhelmed and, like, disappointed when I opened these books and looked at them. I'm like, I don't think I want to even continue this series. I thought mm-hmm. the first book was such a strong opening. And, I mean, it laid this groundwork to what looked to be not a long series, but at least a, yeah. you know, a couple books. And then to receive these new, you know, the next two titles in this series and find that they're like on newspaper stock mm-hmm. with no color, no, like, I don't know. It felt like they just didn't put the same care into the series. I don't understand why it was done that way. You know what it's I a think? Huge bummer. You know what I think? And I think this has just been a lot of, um, our gripes like as a as a group as a whole i think honestly like the distribution of the action of these stories is very Mm. it's either packed one way or another like it's either nothing happens in the last few pages all this shit pops off and i get it because you want people to read the volume two volume three yeah. But it's just like the stories are just so uneven. Like they should be able to like keep your and pique your interest throughout every single page. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I just think I I don't know. I think as a whole as a group that's one of our biggest gripes is just like the story's either not enough or it's too much in such a small like small portion. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I completely agree, and that's why I'm really hopeful for um, us to be doing Dryfoot next yes. this month, rather, because mm-hmm. it does. It is a one concise story that has an ending, and it's intended to. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's not called Volume One. It's Dryfoot. Yeah. It, you know, like so. Hopefully, this will have an you know, an ending that is satisfying, and we can all agree on. You know. Because mm-hmm. when these things seem open-ended or whatever, and then we only do that one book usually. <laughs> so it's like, you know. Yeah. As a group, I, mean, I mean, if we continue to allows... further. We did one. We did Something is Killing the Children, Volume 1 and Volume 2, because we, I think, although although the voting system seems off, I thought that was our most, like, well-received book. Yeah. Was the first volume of something is killing the children? But- yeah, firepower is um, our number one book yeah. that our book club picked. Crazy! I rallied all the um, votes, and that no, got wait. the highest score. Can I ask who got the lowest score? No. Okay. Can I guess? I don't know. I feel like it's mean. That you know what? You're right. And I was actually going to say something about this. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we all sound like such big sourpusses when it comes to these books. Because I feel like we're mm-hmm. like, eh, whatever. There are generally things that we like in each book. Oh, absolutely. Possibly one. But with every book, there's, you know, there is something that I liked about each of them. Again, with the exception yeah, of one like, of them, I just wasn't a fan. But. No regrets with any books that we picked, you know? Like, I think that it's, and it's awesome that we've been able to have these conversations and I feel yes. like we all kind of have a vibe of what each other also kind of likes based on what we've taken away from these books. And Oh, for sure. One of the things that we have all kind of griped about, and it's a very surprising thing to me, is that we are all snobs when it comes to lettering. 
it's such oh, important yeah. thing to all of us <laughs> that I want to see if we can get a letterer to come to our group and talk about it. And like, just, I also want to kind of like appreciate them, you know, like, yeah, they do for such sure. Th- this like unsung job. That's like, it does truly make or break a book. There have been I agree. books that we have put down and been like, I hated this lettering, you know, like this was tough to get mm-hmm. through. This was hard to understand. Yeah. There was like, even in something is killing the children. We love that book, but like, and it's not a lettering issue in that one, but it's like some of, some of the paneling in that book, it makes mm-hmm. the book hard to read. It, it really does. You guys griped about it. That one, I think I read on Hoopla. Or maybe the first one I read on Hoopla. One of them I read on Hoopla. So going panel to panel on the digital app, it's much easier. But when you exactly. open a book and you're like, shit, do I go over to the next page? Is that the same height? Are we... Yeah. Well, okay. You got to keep then, like a somewhat of a standard, you know, top to bottom, left read, to right. You read it. You can read it both ways and be like, well, it makes sense both ways. Which way is the right way, though? <laughs> like, that is so funny. I don't remember <laughs> what the book was that I read physically that I... I got confused. It wasn't something is killing children. I think it was before that. Mm-hmm. And I was like all turned around. So I'm like, wait, that. Okay. And then I'd go continue the conversation. I was like, Oh wait, no, 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 that, that wasn't right. I have to go back now and read it yeah. this way. I mean, you know, every book's going to have their flaws and every book's going to have things that we like about it. I feel like we gripe on here more than we like praise books, but like, I don't know. They're all lovely. They're it all is, fine. It's, we're critical with love. Exactly. With it's never that we're like, oh, I like flat up don't like this. There's never been anything like that. No. You know? Well. So at least there's that. We're not absolute snobs. No. <laughs> no, we're definitely not. We all love um, each other and we're nice to each other. Sometimes, sometimes. we're nice to the book. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we had a huge pile on Doug this last oh, you Friday. Guys were, you guys were all straight up mean to me at book club this week. Oh, uh, yeah, it was very funny though. I feel we're like about a I book got. And you're like, I didn't read it, so I'm answering text messages, and I'm like, okay. no, that is not how that went. Mm, I, yes, you guys were discussing it, and then I was reading it as you were discussing it, and you, I knew you were gonna ask me because I was being uncharacteristically quiet. So I was just going to be honest. And I told Liz, I was like, don't tell Doug that I didn't read it. He's going to be mad at me. And then I was trying to read it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'll just tell him. I'm like, well, I'm currently reading it. And then you guys explained it. And I listened. And then we traveled off and, and got onto another subject. So I had a couple of friends text me about a bachelorette party. And it was kind of time sensitive. So I just answered a few text messages. Don't act like I... Was blowing everyone off. Ugh, you're forgiven. Well, I'm Thanks. really, really hopeful that you'll give your all your attention to Dryfoot for March. Honestly, yeah, I feel I hate when I don't get a chance to read it, and honestly, it was just poor scheduling with this last one. Like, I forgot, legitimately forgot, until like the night before. I was like, oh shit, I didn't read this book. It's that short month. February is a tricky bitch. Mm. So for sure, just as cho- soon as just chalk it up to that, February is a tricky. You know bitch. what? I'm going to see you in a couple of days. So remind me if you, do you have them in yet? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Remind me when I'm there. We, I have to pick out one. So if you guys are interested in joining us for our geekery book club, we'll be meeting on March 26th and we'll be discussing the book dry foot. 
Yeah. Dry Foot is a new book out last week in graphic novel trade paperback form. <clears throat> oh my goodness. From Mad Cave Studios, written by Jared Luan. And we're really excited to talk about it. So here's the premise for the book. Set in Miami during its most dangerous and decadent decade, the 1980s, this coming-of-age tale follows four, des- four teens desperate to escape the drugs and violence of the city. Together, they plot a heist to steal large sums of cash from the most dangerous gang on Cali Ocho, Los, Mar- Los Marilitos. Dryfoot is a fearless story infused with Hispanic culture that deals with friendship, family, and sacrifice. So another reason that I'm really excited that you um, suggested that we do this one this month is mm-hmm. that um, Jared is actually launching a Kickstarter this month. Okay. In hopefully pretty soon called Twin Blades. Mm-hmm. And it's um, a 44-page action comic that blends sword manga, sci-fi, and Aztec mythos into a story about family and believing in yourself. Dang. It sounds pretty dope. That does sound dope. I'm really excited for Dryfoot, honestly. I kind of I'm imagining that the artwork is gonna be off the walls. Like It's very beautiful. And it's like it's got that like vicey coloring, you know, like all those like neon pastels. I love it. And it's incredibly eighties Miami, so it's you know I love it. A lot of uh like a good time like piece. A, a sport coat with a, a like a, a turtleneck t shirt. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, that. And like white, white shoes to match your and white pants with When it. they'd like roll the know. sleeves on the blazer up. What the fuck? Oh was that? god. I don't know. The eighties were like a really, really rough decade. Just for cocaine. like everything. I don't know how the <laughs> like I honestly I wanna attribute like ninety eight percent of all the world's problems to the 80s including myself <laughs> i was born in 88 i'm part of the problem <laughs> yeah let's go to our second song i was about to make a, a horrible joke about ronald reagan's reign during the 80s also <laughs> well oh uh, yeah fuck ronald reagan honestly <laughs> fuck ronald reagan okay and so nancy our next too song... <laughs> so our next song is drunk and i want to go home by L. King and Miranda Lambert.
And that was Drunk and I Want to Go Home by Miranda Lambert and L. King. I actually heard that song recently. Yeah. That's so crazy. And I thought it was funny. Sorry, I was going to say, I thought it was funny that it was a song with L. King and Miranda Lambert. It was wild. I, okay. We'll call this COVID depression. We'll blame it on that. I watched Grown Ups 1 and 2 back to back on Comedy Central a couple weeks ago. Kaylin, I've never seen the second one at all, and I've never seen all of the first one. Fair. But I literally, why is my takeaway from watching this movie, Rob Schneider has, like, two beautiful daughters and one daughter that will just say, quote, looks like him, is, like, the whole punchline of her. Yes. It's so stupid. Uh-huh. And, um, but I literally was like, wait, Rob Schneider does have a daughter, though. Wait, El King is his daughter. What happened yes. to El King? And then Justin suggested this song today, and I was like, damn, is that new? And he was like, yeah, that's like, because this is the first uh, episode of the month, these are his two favorite songs from last month. That's his new theme for this year. Fair enough. And I was like, I was literally just thinking, like, where has she been? She hasn't released anything in a while. And Justin's like, well, it was only two years ago. And I said to him, I'm like, that's like forever in pop star. You know, like two years is a long ass time to be away so actually really funny um the movie the wrong missy which i'm not i'm i'd forget if you've seen it or not yeah okay there's a scene like a sex scene that features her cover of my neck my back oh really which is like very (laughs) good oh weird i like added it on my phone and everything i was like i fucking i dig this she does a really good version of it an insane voice. She's great. She, she really does. is. She does. I really, I really dig her. She's cool. Nepotism, whatever. <laughs> Nepotism, be damned. I guess. Whatever. <laughs> if you, if you got a fucking parent that can get your shit out there, why not take advantage? It's not like she's <laughs> shit. You know, she's good exactly. actually. So that, yeah, this is one of those instances where, like, yeah, she's good though. So who cares? Yeah. Let it, let it pass. Hey, Doug. I've been waiting for this. Yes, Kaylin. Hey, Doug. Hey, Kaylin. What's going on at your brand new shop? Okay, so after a very stressful morning, we were able to open, no problem, at about 11.15, we'll say. Only 15 minutes later, no big deal. So we were scheduled to be um, inspected this morning. They only do inspections on Wednesday, and of course, Wednesdays being the most important day in comic books, that was a little stressful. Sure. Today, this morning, we had, you know, crossed all the T's, dotted all the I's, and we were just waiting patiently for someone to arrive. They were supposed to inspect us at 10, but he did not show up until just after 11. Oh, yikes. Because today was not just, not just our grand open, grand reopening, whatever. Soft grand opening. Whatever you want to call it. Soft grandpa opening. opening. Got it. On top of that, today was also the release of ENIAC from From Bad Bad Idea. Idea. Nice. So that was like, you know, kind of a stressful thing to have people that were new to the shop now looking for the shop and me having to say like, we'll be open in a few minutes. I'm sorry. So, of course, we were expected. Everything was perfectly fine. And the day mm-hmm. went off without a hitch, but I, you know, Perfect. am a ball of stressed out energy 
So I was freaking I out could all morning. only imagine. Mm-hmm. I wish you were a cartoon and they could do that thing where they bring you in like a towel and yeah. then like all your stress gets toweled away. I wish know? they could do that too because I literally am mm-hmm. a cartoon character without any of the perks. This is very true. I cannot have a piano fall on me and survive. I um I can't, can't wear this same thing every single day. You should try that day, though. Despite my want, I can't like if um like if my head gets deflated, I can't put my thumb in my mouth and go and then like blow it up my head. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of other things. What else do cartoon characters do? Um, um they have catchphrases. I haven't been able to figure one out. Um but I'll all that aside (laughs) listen you're you're getting examples and i'm like i'm trying to i'm struggling to think of one (laughs) one example i'm like uh what do cartoons do i don't know but it was a really really great day we had a lot of really good response people are excited and i'm really excited that everyone is excited you know it's cool because we had a lot of people drop in today who are our usual Wednesday crowd, you know, and they're yeah. like, holy crap, I cannot believe you guys have been working on this. This looks so cool, you know? It looks amazing. And just so everyone's caught up, I don't know, because we do have quite a few of out-of-state listeners. If you guys haven't seen social media or anything from Doug, they literally moved, or heard on the podcast, I think we've mentioned it quite a few times, but... You guys moved right around the corner, 42 steps exactly, I counted it myself, door to door, into a beautiful shop that's probably, I would guess, like four times the size of your original shop. At at least, right? Yeah. Like... And it's at, like, we were, I was literally there on Saturday, and basically, we just did some cleaning, we really didn't do much, but the amount of shit you moved slash set up in the past just few days to be open mm-hmm. in one day is honestly blew my mind all week. When yeah. you shared that one video, I was like, what the fuck? I've been sitting on having built that for so long. The TikTok, I like did like I a know. quick <laughs> scope of the old shop last week. And then I was like, and then I'm going to put this together with the shop of the new. With, oh my God. With a video of the new shop. I'm losing my mind. Holy crap. Guys, I'm 33, and the shop is on TikTok. (laughs) You can follow the store. (laughs) Very, very super impressed with what you guys did with everything. Um, So, yeah, if you guys are in the area, you know, go check out the new shop. It's at 19 Little Street in Matawan. That's right. And Doug, as far as I know, is the only carrier of Bad Idea Comics in the whole state. That has changed, but I'm still... The nicest, the coolest, and the only one with a shark in the window. How's that? Sure. And the most modest as well. Throw that in there. I I did. Okay, I'll boast a little. <laughs> I have. So Bad Idea sent us this like special thing that they want us to put the books in on our counter. So sure. I had a guy come in today and he was like, oh, do you have that Bad Idea book? I thought you had it, you know. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's in the special display on the counter. This is where they want their books to go. So this is where we'll have them whenever a new Bad Idea book comes out. It'll be right here. And he goes, Perfect. I was in another shop earlier today, and they didn't have theirs in it in a display on the counter. And I was like, <gasps> did they have the book in the store? And he goes, oh, no, they didn't. And I was like, what store was it? And he was said 
the store's name and I said, that's because they're not a bad idea store. We are a bad idea store. That's he was like, oh, so I didn't know funny. that. And I was like, yeah, there's only a certain number of stores in the world that carry these books and we're one of them. And he was like, oh, wow, I did not know that it was like that limited. Yeah. Like, it sure is. So wait, Doug, just we're out of special. curiosity, how mm-hmm. many in the state are there then? I think there's three. Okay. I think. Not bad. You were definitely yes. the first and only for a bit. Yes, for a long time. I remember time. that. And then, you know, whatever. No hard I'm feelings. excited. <laughs> I pre-ordered ENIAC, so I'm excited to read that. Yes. So... Yes, we have one for you. Yay. Okay. Um. So, do you want to talk about other books that came out or will be coming other out? Other than that, so Matt Kent wrote ENIAC, right? Sure. He also wrote a previous book club selection, Folklords. Yes. And do you know, do you want to guess how many books he has on the shelf right now? In our shop alone? Um, eight. I think you might be, you might be close, actually, with eight. Wow. This week alone, he put out ENIAC. He put Mm -hmm. out Berserker with Keanu Reeves. He wrote that with him. He put out the second issue of Fear Case. Last week, he put out the second issue of Crimson Flower. I know I had more in my head. This guy is so freaking prolific right now. He's all over the place. So I haven't yeah. had a chance to sit down and read ENIAC, but I'm kind of stoked to. I mean, this one's been in the works for so long. This book is was he like the Stephen ago. King of comic books? He just keeps churning them out. Kaylin, where I want to say, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I love Stephen That's King fair. dearly. But hopefully... These just by... Like, just by comparison of volume. You're saying volume alone? Maybe. Yes. He might be. Dang. All right. Well, then that makes me excited to read ENIAC. Yeah. We can't talk about it. You know what? We'll save that for next week's episode. We'll read ENIAC this week. We'll do our homework and then we'll talk for about sure. ENIAC next week. I also thought a really fun thing for us to do would be a short segment in the coming episodes where we talk about, we both, I think we should read, I I would be rereading, but I think you would re- be reading for the first time, the Hawkeye series from a few years back by Matt Fraction and David Oshie. Okay, so in about his daughter? Show. It's not his daughter. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoever she is, but is her the female thing. version. <laughs> yes. And she's her own thing. She um. Is. Yes, Man. we talked about that previously. I would love to read that. Love. I think to. it'd be a lot of fun, especially because we're so hyped for Wandavision. I want to mm-hmm. share this book with you so you could be one of the cool kids when Hawkeye comes out and go, "Ugh, this was so much cooler in the book." Or yeah, the comic I was so much this. better. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I would like be pretentious as fuck like that. I oh, I love are. being pretentious. We, like that, of we course. all will be. I'm worried because I don't. I'm not a big Jeremy Renner fan as Hawkeye, but Ellie Steinfeld looks like she may be shaping up to be a pretty good Hawkeye just from these set photos, and she seems like she's having a good time. And a yeah. lot of Kate Bishop is so fun, so it's like cool to see. It seems as though she's having fun playing this character. You where know? did ha- where did Haley Steinfeld even fucking come from? I feel like this girl like came out of fucking nowhere and now she's like kind of in everything and i just don't understand is she that great of an actress i've seen her and stuff she doesn't seem that great 
when Mrs. Steinfeld and Mr. Steinfeld loved each other very much and knew that they needed to create a daughter for the sequel to Pitch Perfect, what they, they did planted they a seed in a garden. They they had heard there was going to be this movie called Pitch Perfect, and it would have two sequels that were eh. Okay. So fair, they, were, fair, fair, fair. they got together and they created a child to be in these two meh sequels. Perfect. Round out a trilogy. Literally, that's I know her from there, and then she did like an independent film that was wasn't she that in bad. 17? I think it was called Seventeen. Me? Oh yes, that that was it. Who was her teacher wa- in that? Oh God, I don't know. It, it was somebody. Like they had like a weird, non-sexual but weird connection. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Anyway, Haley Steinfeld. Meh. We'll see how she does. As fucking hawkeye who knows maybe this is i wouldn't say i wouldn't say that she was bad in those bad movies you know i would the movie is called the edge of 17 we were both pretty close and was it woody harrelson was her teacher isn't edge of 17 a stevie nicks song Mm -hmm. yes yeah all right there we go woody harrelson very Mm -hmm. weird she wasn't horrible in that i'll give her that the pitch perfect movie is Horrible. But it could have just been chalked up to horrible writing. Who knows? So, you know, we'll give her a shot for Hawkeye. Not a big fan I haven't of read the series, so who knows? Bumblebee? I did not see that, no. I, I <laughs> you did see shit. the Spider-Man Miles Morales movie, right? She played Gwen Stacy in that. I did see that. Yes, I did. She voiced yeah. Gwen Stacy. Well, that's an animated movie, so she did not... She did not appear as a live-action person in an animated film. It was not a cool-world situation. (laughs) She wasn't, what the fuck's his name, Bob... Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. No. Okay. Um, Enough about Haley Seinfeld. See, this is how how she does it, Doug. Kaylin pulling a Bob Hoskins is a contender for the title of this episode. (laughs) Um, so yeah, this is how Haley Steinfeld does it. She underwhelms you, and then you question her celebrity status and her talent, <laughs> and and then you get, you're just talking about her, and now all of our listeners are going to be like, they're probably going to talk about her, and this is how she stays in the celebrity stratosphere. It's cool because you have a bigger opinion of Haley Steinfeld than of our book club selection, Battling Boy by <laughs> Paul Pope. <laughs> I don't know yet. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> you haven't read it yet, but you have seen Pitch Perfect 2, listen, Pitch Perfect 3, The Edge of 17. Listen here. I'm going to read Battling Boy. I'm going to come back next week with this same Haley Steinfeld energy. Okay, so and you say, read, here's your homework. Read Battling Boy and also watch Haley Steinfeld's show Dickinson on Apple TV Plus and then let me know which is better. Okay. Okay. So oh, I have to not. watch that, read yes. that, read Hawkeye, read ENIAC. Yes. Uh, and meet back here in one week. Okay, okay. We can do it. <laughs> no we can pressure. do it. <laughs> um, yeah. So is anything else going on at the shop besides a huge move and, and your beautiful new location and your I mean, cool, the geekery balloons that I saw that were hung up in the back of the store? Yes. 
come take a photo in front of the geekery balloons. Okay. Um, I don't know what more could you ask for. There's great books out this week. There's um, a pretty good selection out next week. We have a ton of new graphic novels in the shop. Uh, I don't know. There's like really something for everybody right now. Literally just go into the shop, stand directly in the middle, give yourself a little spin with your eyes closed, and then... Do like a um, a Shawshank? Yeah, just point at something and then just go over and just pick that up. Do it. There's beanbag chairs. You could futz around for five minutes, max, maybe. I, don't know. <laughs> I, don't know I love that you like backpedaled and then added a limitation of... You can so futz around for like five minutes max hand sanitizer as soon as i said it i was like oh no COVID. you can't futz around forever um so here's just a quick reminder as we sign off this sure. show the geekery radio hour that you're listening to currently is based mm-hmm, out of a comic mm-hmm. book shop now located at 19 little street in madawan new jersey it can be found online still at the geekery nj this show you're listening to right now can be found on social media at The Geekery Radio. And I can be found at Father underscore K. I have been at Dumble Stiltskin. Guys, have a blessed week. <laughs> have a blessed week. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste in bed. Am I right? Nam- Namaste <laughs> recording this show in bed. <laughs> Oh, my God. Before we sign off, Doug and I oh, freaky friday <laughs> Normally, by this time in the show, I have become completely horizontal on my bed under a blanket. And I'm still sitting upright, crisscross applesauce, Doug. And and you're the one that's actually under a blanket, lying down and recording. I'm feeling comfy. I'm enjoying it. It's working for me. Listen, as long as you're comfy. And you know what? I think this just might be our best episode yet. So we should sign off here. Episode 48, signing off. Bye. Bye.